I have no words. I did not sleep well last night. I tossed and I turned. I had bad dreams. I had nightmares. Um, I went through the five stages of grief last night in such a small amount of time. I'm still processing it today. <laughs> I think right now I'm somewhere in the disbelief stage right now or the depression stage. This is depression laughing right now. Um, yeah. Honestly, Ben, same. As I was telling you before we got on, yep. I heard the news at work and I physically oh. had to sit down for this one. I, if you don't, like, I know it's one thing when you're, when your team trades a player, like it happens. That's the nature of the business. But when it's a guy like Anthony Rizzo, that's meant so much to your team, you know, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not the same. It's yeah. not the same as other teams because this is the guy that was the anchor for the team that came in and won a World Series after 108 years, something that has never happened before, probably will never happen again. And the, he's meant to like the community in Chicago. And it's, it's hard. Like I, this is the third video podcast recording that I've done talking about Anthony Rizzo and this trade. And I did the live raw emotions for keeping up with the BS. That was, I was a lot more fired up in that one. That was when I was still going through the anger stage of, of grief. Now I'm I in know, depression. Rob immediately texted you that we needed to have this reunion. And unfortunately, Ryan Boney could not be a part of this today because he is traveling. But shout out to Boney. He's just right. as upset. Sends his best wishes, I'm sure. Yeah. It's I know he's crazy. not I know he's not doing okay either with this whole thing. No, no Cubs fan is doing okay right now. No. Please but check in on your Cubs fans. Life gets in the way, but we knew that we needed to get together today to discuss what just happened because this has been kind of a bombshell, as you know, Ben. And right. as I talked to you before the podcast started, I was picturing Rizzo to be the last on that trade list like we talked about in previous episodes that we've done on this channel. I, right. I just didn't think it was going to be him first. I immediately thought either it's going to be Javi, Chris, or of course, Craig Kimbrell. I did not think that Jed Hoyer had the balls to pull this move off. Um, not that this video will ever come, not that this video or podcast will ever come across him or cheap ass Tom Ricketts, but I think I speak for all Cubs fans when I say shame on you. I've got three people that I want that I want to shame here. The first one is Tom Ricketts for becoming. A, a Scrooge McDuck. This guy is literally from the Christmas story Scrooge he is. because he is literally the definition of the Batman, like the Joker line. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. You, in this case, you either sell the team or you live long enough to see yourself become a shitty owner, which he has. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, how can you say he's a bad owner? Look at Wrigley Field, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter what the surrounding area looks like if you're winning 60 games again. Exactly. And that's exactly where we're transitioning back and to. Exactly where we were 2012-2013 era Cub seasons. And, right. You know, even when Hoyer was coming in, he said, I have no intention. On I have the quote. I have the article. I screenshotted it. I went and I found the article. It was December 31st of 2020. He said, we're not going to rebuild. Liar. Liar. 
yeah, and we talked about this before. I know definitely if you guys want to check out our other podcast talking about this and now reflecting on where we're at today, right. I was wholeheartedly thinking that they were going to keep that standout Rizzo, Bryant, and Bias. Right. And now we're here. I thought we would at least keep one, maybe two. I, yeah. I've accepted the fact that Chris Bryant is probably most likely getting traded. This has been a topic since 2019, so it's not going to hurt as bad because we all know it's coming. Uh, Baez, I don't know what's going to happen with Baez. I would be surprised if he goes. I'd be surprised if he stays. With but Rizzo, right now, I, I thought – I was super surprised, you know. Right. I so thought I sure as hell as God has made green earth or green earth green, whatever the saying is, I did not think that there was any act that was going to make them trade Rizzo. I thought that we were going to get to free agency with him on the team and we were just going to give him the money he wants. Obviously, that's not the case. And it hurts even more because the quote came out the tweet i know the tweet circulating twitter right now that anthony rizzo in his heart-to-heart conversation with jed hoyer told him if the ship's going down i want to go down with it and we just traded him to the fucking yankees and you could even tell i don't know if any of you have watched the marquee sports network you know when he was saying his goodbye on there you could just tell this is not something that he wanted to do I don't. I think he was just as surprised as the rest of us. He was just as surprised, and even when he's walking out of Wrigley and all those fans are congratulating him, there's that moment of sadness. Right. And we saw Castro get traded to the Yankees, but it wasn't the same impact as Rizzo. We've had him since 2012. Yeah, it's, it's been almost just, a decade. And you know, looking back, I was in seventh grade when that happened, and now I'm a 22 year old woman and this is kind of crazy Ben like I know you were a year ahead of me in school but still we were Cubs fans together from middle school absolutely and the major like I didn't you don't become as dedicated to watching sports as early in life it's probably around maybe eight or nine somewhere closer to double digits that you really start to follow sports religiously right And and understand it and as the majority of my life that I've been able to comprehend and like understand baseball and like how it works and like what winning means to teams and things like that for the majority of that Anthony Rizzo has been part of the Cubs. Like he's been playing first base and I do want to play a little clip of Jed Hoyer lying to us all just a day before, probably 24 hours before trading Anthony Rizzo to the Yankees. I'm going to play it real quick. I don't think there's any bigger Anthony Rizzo supporter out there than, than I am. And you know, obviously, um, I want him playing, you know, first base for the for the Cubs for a long time uh, in 2022 and beyond. And I've made that, you know, really clear to him throughout the process. So, you know, there's a reason that we... I... Liar. That's all I... Like, the, the gift that's going in my head right now is Anakin Skywalker from Revenge of the Sith screaming at Obi-Wan Kenobi, liar. That's what's going in my head right now. Yeah, yeah. Somebody should make that a TikTok. Someone should make that a TikTok. Maybe I'll have to work. Maybe that's what I'll do the rest of the day. We'll see. We'll see. But it's, I, uh. so yeah, shame on Jed Hoyer for lying to us all. And then my last shame is David Ross. Yeah. This is a surprising one, but if you think about it, it's not really that surprising. I am not afraid to say, I think David Ross is the front office puppet that we all feared he was going to be. I hate saying that because I love David Ross. Yeah, he is. And he, you know, we all figured it was going down when Rizzo and Bryant were both not in the lineup yesterday. But how dare you come up 
come out and say, just after saying that, oh, but they're available to pinch hit. Like, if we need them to, we'll pinch hit them. They did not have what normal players, like, knowing no. that they're going to be traded should have had. In you could have gave Anthony Rizzo an at-bat. That's what, that's what broke my heart the most, was him not having – and, you know, even the fans of Wrigley. I'm speaking for the fans of Wrigley not having that closure of watching somebody that's been here for 10 years, yep. technically, yep. walk off in, in, a, in a nice fashion. Even if he struck out, you know what? That's, that's the game. That's where we're at. But he did not have that for sure moment where he was yep. like, this is my last at bat as a Chicago Cub. At and Wrigley you know, Field, yeah. You know what? I think that Madden did a great job of being – the fun coach and the one that they feared. You know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. had that kind of balance and that's what was perfect about it. But I'm not seeing that with David. No. And I we think shouldn't be in this situation. It, no, we shouldn't be in this situation. And I think that that'll come with time, but the, the Cubs franchise has really turned into a fun party in the dugout and I'm not really here for it. I'm here for the memes here for the TikToks that come out of it. All the right. good good times, awesome yeah. to have fun, but we need to realize that that's their job, and they're working for City of Chicago at that point. They're working for the franchise, so we're not really, we haven't really been seeing that kind of determination and dedication. No, and it didn't look so, like we were having that much fun after. No. I don't know. I don't know how you start the season the way that we did. Like it was rough, but then we went on this big winning streak. You know, we swept the Padres. I think we yeah. won. Out of eight games with the Padres, I think we won six this year. Padres are going a, to the playoffs. It was a big downhill. I think we swept the Dodgers at Wrigley Field. Then we combined no-hit the Dodgers in L.A. And somehow that combined no-hitter marked the beginning of the end because after that we lost 11 games in a row, slid from first place all the way down to fourth. And once you – I don't know how you allow your team to lose 11 games in a row. You would no. think at five – once it's hit a week, even you should have a like, hey guys, we need to figure this out. Yeah, and it totally and it just never like, happened. It totally feels like that moment where I don't know if you can relate to this, but wearing a Cubs jersey and having people make fun of you—that's yep. that's where we're at again. Even to yep. the point where just the other day, somebody from Barstool that account said Wrigley is next level sad tonight. Feels yep. like we're about to go through a breakup, but nobody has said anything yet. You're just sitting there waiting for someone to say it. There's a pit in the stomach of the ballpark. Just get it over with already. And now we've seen that with yep. Rizzo, and we shall soon probably see that with Bryant going. I'm repping him today in my Cubs jersey. Yeah. Well, the hardest part about all this is we were gearing up to buy. We were getting ready to buy at the trade deadline, and this 11-game losing streak hits. And it's, you know, you look at this losing streak, it, not only did it come at the worst possible time, but I think a lot of Cubs fans will look at this losing streak and probably say that it's going to be the worst losing streak for a lot of us ever. Yes. Yes. I mean, especially since. Because this is the losing streak that broke up the team. Exactly. It is. Exactly. Trading Anthony Rizzo it's proves a bad that. breakup. It's a bad breakup, just like it they is. said it in that it tweet. It's, it really is. So I'm glad that we kind of got together to mourn the loss of Rizzo and possibly like i'm just sitting here thinking what's next and and I, unfortunately like, that's also where i'm at like it's it's time like nothing nothing that we do will bring anthony rizzo back um i think this marks a great also marks a great time for us to get back into this because it's going to allow us the chance to cover what is coming next like what yeah. will the next 
contending core for the Cubs look like? It's a new beginning, and I want to be hopeful. Right. But at the same time, it's it's just really hard after losing someone that's been with the team for that long and being such an integral part of when I started officially getting into the Cubs baseball and understanding it. Yep. It's just a, it's just a bit of a heartbreak. It's a rough breakup. It really is, and it's hard. It's really hard to take a look at. And you know, you start examining all these guys that we've gotten back in trade deals from blowing this team up, and it's all pretty consistent across the board of what. Jed Hoyer is looking at to be contending again. You know, you look at the top 30 prospects for the Cubs and all of them are predicted to show up around 2023, 2024, somewhere around then. So the, these next two months are going to suck. These are going to be the worst two months. Um, Cubs fans, I would say, don't even bother with 2022. It's going to be more of what we're going to see the next two months. It's going to be more rebuilding, yes. more trading. Um, we're probably next year going to have to deal with the heartbreak of seeing Wilson Contreras go. That would not surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me either. And, and you know, again, he's not been here for super long. Right. He's a part of that team that we all know and love 2016 season. Right. And I get it. I, get, I really get it. Why these moves are taking place. You know, we can't have, we can't have it both ways. You can't keep, can't keep the guys you love but also at the same time on the other hand saying we need to fix the offense oh yeah because I will give I will give Jed Hoyer that benefit that this offense has been broken since 2017 you know it's just been at a steady decline year after year after year with the same set of guys and as much as it sucks to see them move on from the Cubs as much as we love them yes it's kind of necessary at the same time because as they get older, I mean, 2016, we were talking dynasty. Yep. We I think really the, the biggest mistake was we didn't have an answer in center field over the last however many seasons, five seasons that it's been after letting Dexter Fowler go. Yep. Um, that was a mistake. That was, We should have just brought him back. He loved being Big here. Should have paid him. Huge. Um, obviously, 2017, the – oh, God. The, wor the worst trade that I think Theo Epstein has ever made and will ever make in this league for the Jose Quintana deal looks absolutely trash now. Um, for an average pitcher, giving up Eloy Jimenez and Dylan Cease, that's terrible. Um, I tried to defend it. There was no defending it at the time. It would have been great if it would have panned out, but it didn't. It didn't. Oh, yeah. All these moves that you make, when they don't work out, the pitching has never been the problem. The starting pitching has been great. But at the same time, we can't develop starting pitching, so we're spending a boatload of money on that. The bullpen. This was the first year I ever felt really great about the Chicago Cubs bullpen because you had Ryan Tapera, Andrew Chafin, and Craig Kimbrell. You got your seventh, eighth, and ninth inning guys right there. I mean, let's starters not can go six innings. Why, like that's let's not forget why we started this podcast this year. Right. Having it kind of go up in flames, and that's life, and and that's like you know taking a turn for the season for you, but. Something I wanted to bring up was also mm -hmm. that Anthony Rizzo's dad brought up how Anthony, he wanted Anthony to be the next Journey Banks. I think and everyone in Chicago wanted that. Wanted I was never around for the Ernie Banks era. Well, yeah. Our generation, Anthony Rizzo is our generation's is Mr. Our, Cub. Yes, but it would have just been nicer. And I'm just probably saying that out of spite. It would be nicer to see him go the way that Ernie went. Yep. And have that number retired, and that's still a possibility. 
but uh, Tom Ricketts will, tri- will sell the rights to the number 44 to probably Gallagher or someone like that. Love that. He'll probably do that. But hey, that's, that's the Tom Ricketts way. Gotta, gotta remember that. But okay, that's. I've just got beef with. Yeah, we, we've got serious beef. I think a lot of people have serious beef with the Ricketts family right now, Jed Hoyer. Um, but I'm trying to piece it together. I'm trying to understand the moves from a business side and yes. trying to let my emotions go. Because it, at the end of the day, it is a business exchange. Right. And we need to take our emotions out of it, which it's hard to do. Being it's hard to do that in sports. Fans and, and being unbiased, it's hard to stand back and, and kind of see that. It is, especially when we're the ones that are paying all this money to go to games for yep. concession stands, beer sales, merchandise. This is, and this is going to be the last thing I say about um, the decisions that this team is making with their best players. Um, I just don't get the trade-off that Tom Ricketts is seeing from playoff appearances with all that money that comes in as revenue. You're talking about, obviously, TV. You're getting money from TV for being on their stations. Yep. Um, you're getting beer sales. You're getting regular concession sales. Playoff tickets, which you can upcharge. Not to mention the fact that a oh, playoff merchandise as well that you, that always costs more. Just- a playoff jersey with the little patch always costs more than a regular jersey, no matter what. And even the businesses around Wrigley Field, which I'm sure the Ricketts Real Estate Company has this foothold in, all of those businesses are going to make money as well with playoff baseball in Wrigleyville. Yeah. Because Wrigley Field will sell out every single night for a playoff game. But 100%. Apparently, Tom Ricketts doesn't want that. Which is fine. That's, if that's the decision that he wants to make, that's fine. He's the owner, not me. So I'm not going to tell him how to spend his money, but I will criticize him when he's wrong because I do pay the money to support his team. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's just looking into the future. It's just kind of uncertain right now. Maybe yeah. that's what's best, but at the same time, it's just a lot of emotions are in Wrigleyville, Chicagoland right now. Yeah. It's just a weird time. So I, I'm just anticipating either Javi or Bryant or Kimbrell or all three of them being the next to go and when yep. that is going to happen because we know that the trade deadline is approaching. Right. It's, it's actually approaching within the next, at the time of this recording, it's coming in the next five hours. Yeah. So yep. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of big names moved. I know Bryant's out there. Kimbrell's out there. Trevor Story from the Rockies is out there. There's a lot of things that other teams need to do to be able to build. And I'm hoping that Jed Hoyer will pull the smart move on this and he's going to keep, I know, the reports out there are that the Mets aren't happy with what certain teams are asking for. I know that the, that's the Cubs because I know they want Brian. And I know they want potentially Zach Davies as well. Oh yeah. But I think that we need to press them to the lamp a little bit, press them to the fireplace a little bit. If they really want to compete, you make the move. You got to trade for, if you want to win that bad winning costs things in this league, it does. We made the decision to trade for Chapman. We got rid of two great pieces to do that. It paid off. Um, obviously, last night with the moves the Dodgers made, they're all in. Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, they're Dodgers now. Yep. If I Steve mean, Cohen wants to win now, you got to give up prospects. You can't contend and have a top farm system. You can't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Dodgers are looking at – I mean – No I'm one's going to beat the that. Dodgers. Oh, no. With, with the moves that they've made thus far, we could be wrong. But with the moves right. that they've made thus far, they're setting themselves up for, for a pretty perfect team that a lot of MLB teams are going to be scared of or heavily lose to. 
Right. And, you know, moving away from 2021, I'm, I want to get a little bit into – I'm going to skip next year because I probably won't even – we'll talk about the Cubs next year. Like, we'll talk about player development. We'll talk about yeah. things like that. Um, but, obviously, it's 2023 that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, the prospects that were, that we've gotten – during the season, we've got right-handed pitcher Alexander Vicieno. He's our he's now rated our number six prospect. Uh, outfielder Kevin Alcantara, our now number nine prospect. Uh, Greg Dykeman coming back, outfielder from the Andrew Chafin trade. Uh, left-handed pitcher Bailey Horn. He's not even rated in our top thirty that we got for Ryan Tapera. Yeah. Probably I'm, you know, I'll agree with the White Sox fan on this one. We got fleeced again by the other team in Chicago. Not surprised. And then Bryce Ball, the first baseman for Jock Peterson. Now, in retrospect, we all kind of figured – we all kind of – we got the first hint when they traded for a first baseman. Oh, shit. Something's coming. And now I get why. So I'll take the Bryce Ball for Jock, or Jock Peterson now. Bryce Ball was uh, in the top ten first baseman, but a couple weeks ago now I guess some things have happened where he's not. He's probably like 11 or 12, somewhere around there. Okay. And I'm really excited about the guys that we already have in our system as well. But they're all lower in, in it. Like, I don't think anyone outside of Greg Dykeman is in AAA yet. So that's the reason I'm not looking to next year. They're yeah. all in AA, single A. So they'll probably be making their move up here. 2023 spring training, we'll get their first look at Wrigley that year. just a sigh it's it's really hard to see the positives in it but i'm trying to remind myself that even no matter what ba like baseball moves on like baseball happens year in and year out and i'm trying to get myself excited about the next set of guys they're gonna come up it, it's just hard right now it really is. it's really hard i hope that we don't get into that slump I hope it doesn't take another 108 years to don't even say that experience. I, I mean, I'm just saying here, like it's happened before. Mm -hmm. We've had one glimpse of success that was played by Moneyball and <laughs> short term true. things. And I'm just hoping that there's a light at the end of this tunnel and it won't take another 10 plus years to reach that point again, to even see them in the playoffs again. No, so, that's absolutely I mean, I'm just, fair. I'm just thinking worst case scenario here. It's just depressing times right now, Ben. You already know. <laughs> no, it is. And I totally agree with you. I am looking. I did some looking at, you know, what the free agent class of 2023 is going to look like. And I'm really hoping that it pans out. There's three pitchers in the Cubs system right now that are going to be starters that I'm really hoping pan out. And that's uh, Braylon Marquez, Corey Abbott, and Justin Steele. Braylon Marquez, I don't know what happened this year, but it's just kind of fallen off a little bit. He's still our number one rated prospect. So I'm hoping he figures whatever's going on out. Yeah. Justin Steele, I heard, looks good in Iowa. So he'll probably get the September call up this year. Same with Corey Abbott. So hopefully 2022 gives them a chance to develop and their studs in 23. Those three it will be really nice to have homegrown developed pitching. You mix them with Kyle Hendricks in 2023 and you have the money to go ahead and just add a fifth starter that year. Yep. And I'm looking some of the names that stick out to me right now, Joe Musgrove and Jose Barrios, yeah. not to mention Sean Manea. Sean Manea would be a great signing because he be, he's, yeah. he played an Andrean. Yeah. I heard which yeah. for anybody that doesn't know we uh, Andrean 
it's a local high school from where we grew yeah. up. It's like 15 minutes down the road. It's, so it's, it's yeah. and Northwest Indiana. So that's right outside of Wrigley. I'd be like coming you know, home. I know the coach of Andran. Yeah. He's super, you know, I, it just gives me good feelies, but I think that's just because we've grown up in this area and I know how their coaching works in that system on the high school level, but that's fair. Yeah. Okay. I mean, rip Anthony Rizzo's time in the Cubs. Yeah, it's going to take me, it's going to take me a long time to get over that. We'll be mourning this a little bit, but I'm, I'm interested to see what the next move is. Right. And we look at some of these guys and we were hoping that they were going to make it to the next Cubs core. And there actually is one potential name that could be around for that still. And it's not going to be who any of us wanted it to be. Unfortunately, not, not nothing against this guy, but he's not as great as Rizzo, Baez, Bryant, even Contreras. It's going to be Jason Hayward. Yep. It's going to be because he's not a free agent until 2024. I know. 23 is the last year of his contract. Unless somehow Jed Hoyer is able to package him in some trade just to dump salary, Jason Hayward is probably going to be around for the next Cubs core. Not looking for a rebuild. Yeah. And I did want to talk about, because I know there's a lot of optimism, like maybe we'll get some of these guys back in free agency this year. It's possible, I'll give you that, but it's it's not probable. Um, I mean, you take a look at, the core three guys Anthony Rizzo you got lowballed bad by Hoyer before the season face of the franchise and they ship you off even after you told them you wanted to stay and other teams are more likely to pay Rizzo more money than what the Cubs will offer him and I wouldn't blame him to take it I would say Miami would be great for him just because that'd be like going home for him or honestly if Chris Bryant ends up in New York who knows maybe Steve Cohen wants to reunite Rizzo uh Baez Already come out and said that if he reaches free agency, he wants to play with Francisco Lindor. He's already said that the Mets are the only team he would be willing to move to second base. He's going to go to the Mets because they're the only ones that will pay him $200 million plus. And doubt, yeah. This is probably the, the best Cubs talent of our generation. Not like what he's meant to the city because obviously Anthony Rizzo is number one in that regard, but he's probably number two, Chris Bryant. And I just have to say, do you really think so? After all the sh- that this city, the sports media in this city have put this man through, like you just saw at the press conference the other day when he just basically laid it all on the table, like the guy's tired. I would be tired too if I've been having anxiety about being traded for two years now. Yeah. Not to mention the trade rumors since 2019. Um, Theo Epstein famously stealing one extra year of service time for him from him by keeping him in AAA when he was a rookie. And another one that my buddy Dave never lets me live down is after this team had the best and realistic chances to sign the best free agent in 2019, I believe. And his best friend, obviously besides her though, we had the best chances to land Bryce Harper. We had an open spot for Bryce Harper. And Tom Rick is basically, I don't, we don't have money for that. He's either going to go west because he's from, I believe, Vegas. Yeah. He, he he's going to go to Philly to play with Harper. Yeah. And I hope it's, to God he doesn't go to Philly because I will never hear the end of it if he plays with Harper in Philly. But it's a possibility that we It is a possibility because the Phillies have said that they are willing to spend 
stupid money. That's the quote. And they can pay Chris Bryant what he wants. Chris Bryant doesn't need to play third base. That's good for them. They have Alec Baum. You can play Chris Bryant anywhere. Chris Bryant can play center field. They have a glaring need in center field. He's a good utility player. And I think that some people don't realize that either. He's a much younger Ben Zobrist for like what we use Zobrist as. Oh, yeah. That's that's very true. Very true. But like I I think a lot of people don't think about that because we're so used to seeing him. Right. Yeah. But this is a sad podcast. But we needed to come together for this and just talk about it, talk baseball, kind of have closure with each other on this one. Yeah. It's important for us to just talk it out because as much as it does hurt, it it makes sense. Like we know these guys can't be around forever. It's just really suck when they do leave the team. I do want to thank, not that any of them will ever hear this, but I do want to thank the Cubs fans that stood around and waited probably hours after the Cubs game ended yesterday for Anthony Rizzo to leave Wrigley and like everybody was clapping for him and thanking him. Like that was that's how all Cubs fans feel about Anthony Rizzo. That's and he, we got to see Kevin. Just a small sample last size. Time. Right, we got to see Kevin. I am Kevin. gonna miss. I'm gonna miss his whole family. He was a good dude. They were great. great they loved Chicago. They did so much for the city. So much. So I just wanted to Let's say thank forget. you to Anthony Rizzo for everything he's yes. meant to us. Me especially, like being able to. Oh my gosh, being able to go to the Cubs uh, parade and the. Uh, championship celebration with my dad that's probably something i'll remember for the rest of my life um being able to see game six of the nlcs in 16 when the cubs won the pennant for the first time in so long that is something i will never forget so i just want to say thank you to not only anthony rizzo but all these guys that are probably going to leave the team today agreed ben and let's not forget his foundation helping hundreds of kids across chicago land and across the united states as a whole yeah you know all of the found, all of the things that he's done for kids going through cancer families that are, are going through the same thing i just as someone that hits close to home for me yeah um so just thank you for everything yeah. you've done thank you for getting giving me a foundation for what to love in cubs sports absolutely so we will we haven't gotten any it's 12:15 right now we haven't gotten any news on any other potential trades just yet i'm assuming that that's probably going to change here pretty soon but we will be coming back probably next week to break down whatever moves happen this afternoon hopefully bonnie's here hopefully bonnie's here yes um hopefully until then though just just remember that it was a great run it was so much fun watching these guys play every single day no one can take that away from you. No one can take away any of the memories that you've had of your own from this Cubs team. And the best quote that I can provide to end this episode is don't cry because it's over, but smile because it happened. That's the best word of advice. Yep. That's the best word of advice I can offer. So we'll Thanks, see you guys man. next week. See you next week.